Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show, a proud member of the SJ Network and Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I'm your host, Don Smith. This past Friday, I got to chat with Mark Hallberg and Devin McVitie from the Fandom Effect podcast. We discuss all things fandom and why I got booted from D&D. If you enjoy the show, like and follow The Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter, or tune in live on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM, or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. The Life Radio Show is now brought to you in part by the Nurses Guild of Florida, experts in home health care. Go to thenursesguild.com for more information. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner. All right. Hey, welcome to the Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Don Smith. We are zooming right along through COVID season. I got my flu shot, so now I don't know what the hell I got. Am I having, you know, an inter- an, a reaction from the flu shot, or am I now dying of COVID? I have no freaking idea. But it's Friday when we're recording, even though that's not when this episode's going out. And here's how my Friday's gone. Uh, my <laughs> It's really had its ups and downs, because... I finally got a bonus from work that I've been waiting on for months. And at the same time, I finally got the raise from work that's been delayed for like four months to show up. But at the same time, two hours into work today, I realized I forgot my house keys and they were locked at home. (laughs) So I got home from work with no way to get in and had to test a, uh, a, a relatively new skill and pick the lock on the front, my front door. So I managed to do it in under a minute. So a new skill, but apparently it worked for my cheap locks, so we're good to go. <laughs> anyway, my guests are on, on Zoom with me already. We have uh, Mark Hallberg and Devin McVitie. What's, What's going happening? on? What's what happening? is up? Uh, not, you know what? It's, uh, it's, like you said, it's Friday, and it's, it's, a, it's been a weird Friday. You know, I've been, I've been trying, just working on stuff all day and trying to play some video games, and it's just there's never enough time in the day. Yeah. That, that is, yeah, that is the truth right there. <laughs> My day just kept dragging on, and uh, I knew we wanted to talk to you today, Don, so I had to quickly put together some projects that I have going on at the house here. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we, we got postponed, because yesterday, yesterday had to be pushed back, because I don't usually record on Fridays. I'm fr- Fridays, I, I have to prepare, I have a movie shoot tomorrow, so I'm good, I'm glad to be back on set again, but. I have not. Uh, I have not even looked over my lines for the weekend. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> so that if you need some practice, I mean, you know, Mark can definitely oh, yeah. play that heroine in you know I, in I peril can. for you. I, I am okay, quite. I am quite a good damsel. Uh, damsel in distress, and that and you know, and for for that, it is my bad that we had to we had to postpone yesterday. Oh, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was like earlier in the day, and I was um, like just kind of like at work, and then I was like. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what am I doing tonight? I was like, oh yeah, the interview. And I was like, wait, I have to pick up my son. Ah, oh, crap. I was like, ah, oh. I was like, I can't. I was like, oh, there's, there's yeah, no time. There's no time. I, yeah, I, I guess it's acceptable to, to pick your child over me, but you know, this time only. This time only. I'll, for for next now. time. For know, now. Yeah. So now, well, now that you're getting to know me, you'll know that you made the wrong choice yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll suffer the consequences later. Yeah. No, I, I'm glad we were able to go ahead and, and reschedule easily. That's uh, oh yeah, for I'm, sure. I'd stay fairly flexible. But yeah, is everything all right in the background there? I think my kid's crying. I might. Okay. Uh... <laughs> well, pl- please tell him I was only joking. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it, Devin. You got this, man. More important than me. It's okay. I, oh, I got I, this I, with you, Don. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> we, well, while he's gone, we can talk about him. No problem. That's, I mean, <laughs> me and Mark's person uh, personalities are so, you know, different, but the same at the same time that, like, when I want to talk about Mark, I can talk about Mark right to his face, and he still just takes it. I yeah, mean, well, that's, that's, that's a good friend when you can go ahead and crap on him and they just keep, keep sticking around. That's <laughs> Devin, Devin, I'm, I'm going to need you to shut up now. <laughs> All right. Well, well, now that you're back, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask you guys. You, you mentioned before we started that how you guys met is an interesting story. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys tell that story. Well, um, Mark, how about I kind of start this off a little bit? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll finish it up. I know how, I know how it goes. It's our love story. Of course, I know how it goes. <laughs> yes, it's our epic I know tale. How it goes. I know how um, our love story goes. Well, uh, like anything else, you know, two people different, but the same come, uh, started, themselves <laughs> in started, love. start a job, um, that, you know, fell in love, just both didn't, uh, didn't think we were going to enjoy too much, but we ended up, uh, we ended up both starting at, uh, rock connections here in Detroit. Um, I had, uh, for Quicken loans. Hmm. selling home security systems was a a blast over the over the phone the greatest oh that sounds like a one there's in now i've been in sales for nine years and we'll probably be in it longer and there's there's stuff you can sell over the phone where you're like you know whatever it's over the phone and then there's stuff that you sell over the phone you're like this is just pure torture (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when you have a uh you know, I think I had an eight-year-old woman answer the phone one day and go, what is this for? Home security? No, my dog does that. And you know, she's got this little shih tzu that's attacking the doesn't dude's do, ankle. It uh, doesn't do a single thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh. Was, so, yeah. We, uh, yeah. So it was, it was kind of very sporadic how we met, like, in oh. terms of. So we just basically were um, in the training class together and – you know, you sit wherever your name tag is. It's one of those things, like you're back in elementary school. And I look over, and there's a female that sat across from me named Lauren, and Mark would sit next to her. And so uh, casually, the natural thing to do as a, as a guy in an like, elementary like setting is to be mean and joke around with her. So me and Mark would actually end up tagging up on her and making fun of her and joke around with her and stuff like that. And we kind of became uh, three best three best friends in the company right there, and then uh, after a while, me and Mark kind of started talking. Even after he got moved to a different uh, team, and uh, found out we liked a lot of the same stuff. I was too good for him. Yeah, after is, is is what it really came down to. I just <laughs> I realized how good I was, and I was like, yeah. I mean, he's cool and all, but I don't know, like. I'm, I'm both, like, they, they realized they had to separate you two after, after that, the uh, poor young lady had to make all those complaints to HR. Oh, That's what. <laughs> 100%. I mean, it was like, it, Lawrence till this day, I'll still message her sometimes. Just be like, Hey Lauren, just want to let you know, 
hate you. Yeah, just want to let you know that <laughs> you suck. That, Bye. Yeah, I can text you from more than a hundred yards away. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so wow. you, you <laughs> so that that is that is truly just a wonderful match. You guys really that's that's a magical story. Yeah. <laughs> true love, true love will always find a way. Just, just no. Not all, not all epics have dragons and whatnot in them. No, yeah. Sometimes it's just love. You don't have to yeah. go through a battle to get it. It's sometimes it's just love. And so that, that's love, that's home security systems, love and yeah. home security Friendships. systems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's it's the home security. That's what makes it pure and 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 sweet as love should be, and that's wonderful. I'm so happy for you too. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you have started a podcast together now. Is that what? <laughs> So yeah, so that, that's an interesting. So I I started the podcast um, about six months ago uh, solo. So like I I was just doing a lot of interviews and, and promoting all, all all on my own. And um, after I had done it for a while, I kind of realized like it, as much fun as it was do, as it was like doing it on my own and and interviewing people and like you know the episodes that I had the most fun with were the ones that were I like I brought on friends to talk about like you know the Xbox showcase or like sony's showcase or like think like events like that and i was like the whole point of the fandom effect is to connect people to new and different fandoms and things they might not be aware of or you know things that they maybe are like into but they're they're scared of the reputation you know like D overall doesn't have a great reputation between the outside of the circle of people who play it and i do a lot of D &D stuff and i talk about it and i go over ways that people can play it and try to encourage people to get into it and I realized, like, by not having a co-host, I was, like, defeating my own purpose behind the podcast. Um, so I started looking for a co-host, and Devin was one of the guys where I have, you know, I have a lot of friends that are nerdy, but, you know, it's it's rare that you'll find someone who are, like, that's into a little bit of everything of the of different nerd fandoms like, like I am, because I'm kind of all over the board, um, you know, with it. And You're well, re well-rounded nerd. It's yeah, a very well-rounded nerd who also does like I did MMA for five years, so like I'm all oh, no over kidding. the board. Wow. Yeah, so I'm all over the board. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's kind of funny uh, from my side too because uh, another one of my good buddies owns a gym, so I'm a very big like okay, let's go power lift and work out and then go out and hike and all this stuff. And then I come back and my fiance looks at me and goes would you stop playing video games for five minutes? Will you stop reading comic books? I'm like, you know what? No. D&D's this Monday, and I need to brush up on my creativity. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you something, Don, since you're trying sure, to ask sure. about us. So how uh, – I, I know it's kind of turning the tables, but, like, what is – let me ask you, what is your perception of D&D and – I mean, honestly, you're not going to offend us. We've oh, heard no, it all. No, I, yeah, I've heard everything in the book. No, honestly, when I was in high school, I was invited one time to play D&D with some serious players. I mean, the, the dressing up, the carrying their weapons, the, the serious D&D &D players, and I was never invited back. <laughs> not that I, and it's not that I have any issue with the game. I think it's a really creative, interesting <laughs> game, but I uh, am a bit of a jokester and I just did not take it seriously enough for them. And, and you I, know, incidentally, my, my cousin's the one who invited me into this circle with him and they actually, <laughs> and for punishment of him inviting me, they would not let him play for two months. 
So Oof. he got put. He got put on That's probation. <laughs> he got put on D and D probation See, and, and, because uh, he brought me along. <laughs> which is the kind of thing that we try to bring awareness to because. For, the, for every stigma of someone who doesn't understand it, there's the people who are way too serious about it that ruin it for other people. There's, there's fa- a lot of fandoms have that. Like there, There's an anime called My Hero Academia, which is a very good anime, um, but it has one of the most toxic fans like, of any anime ever. Like There's like, two characters in the show, and people, like fans of the show, really wanted these two guy characters to get together, even though in the show, both of them liked other girls in the show. So it's not like they were, you know, like secretly homosexual or something, or, you know, it was like in the actual show, they liked these girls, but fans of the show wanted these two guys to get together. So they started sending death threats to the lead writer of the anime. Wow. And like found out his address and like, we're mailing him death threats and stuff like, and so that's why it's also one of the things we try to do is like try to break the stigmas of like, look, if you want people to be into the, into being a nerd culture and, you know, like, the Marvel, the Marvel movie franchise, like broke the floodgates wide open on like nerd movies being accepted, which is amazing. And in comic book heroes, like a lot of that stuff becoming mainstream. But if we want to continue to push that envelope forward, we have to break the other side of the stigmas too. And help people who are fans of things realize that if you want people who are just maybe going to be a casual fan, you got, you got to lighten up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 100% have to agree with Mark on that. I mean, my parents, um, when we were when we played Dungeons and Dragons together uh, with me and Mark and all them, uh, my parents would find out and they'd be like, "You're doing what this weekend?" Because um, they grew up in a time when, like, the '70s and '80s, when the very nerdy kids were like playing Dungeons and Dragons and you know oh, yeah. hanging out in basements and stuff. And excuse me, my parents. We're the type of people that, you know, knew that. So when I told them, they started laughing. They go, oh, my God, your nerdiness just blows my mind now. She could, you know, you, you read comic books. You play Dungeons and & Dragons. And I actually have uh, a TV prop from Game of Thrones as well. And they're aware of that. So they're like, do you just, like, take it to a full-on, like, situation, don't you? And I said, yeah, but that's how... That's how I am. That's how I like to surround myself with people the same way. That's why me and Mark get along so well. It's because we want to be able to bring that style and that fun to all these people who are essentially they're introverts at home hiding. Yeah, I think a lot of these things are a little more mainstream than they used to be. Because, well, like like you said, with all the Marvel movies kind of open those up. But I think... Even with that D and D, you know, a lot of those things are a lot more mainstream than they were in the eighties. Yeah, right? and it it helps that now. I mean, obviously, the digital age had its own negative things that, of everything, but it, you know, it's helped with a lot of things because there, there's a D and D podcast called Critical Critical Role, and it's like famous actors and actresses that all play like D and D together, and it's like it's the most popular D and D podcast by <laughs> far. Um, and, uh, the girl who's in it, Charlie day, she's, she's on shows like supernatural mystery science theater, 3000, the reboot, like she's done a lot of major stuff and having her, like she plays, like, she's very open and like Henry Cavall, who obviously is Superman and plays the Witcher on Netflix. Like mm. he's come out and admitted like how much of a huge nerd he is and like showed his c- computer he built by himself. He talks about how he plays world of Warcraft. Like. People like that, like Joe Manganiello, who played Deathstroke, 
uh, in the Justice League movies, like he's come out and said what a huge D&D fan he is. Like a lot of celebrities are coming out now and like trying to push that agenda, like push it forward and like admitting how much nerds they are, which like 10 years ago, no one was admitting they were a nerd. Like right. people, were, people were hiding that stuff. Joe's is Joe Mangelo, Manginello. I can never get his last name right. It's gotta be one of the best ones at being a D&D nerd because he has a complete old fashioned wine room that was converted into a pure D&D setup with a like giant, like wooden throne for him to sit in. And he's got like, <laughs> like beasts and monsters. He's all surrounding it and like books on the game and stuff. And, it's right. just it's been so it's been interesting to learn how to play. I have to say, like, I have to thank Mark for allowing me to finally jump into a campaign and enjoy myself with it. Yeah, that's cool. And now, as D and D players, uh, how 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 do you feel about World of Warcraft? Is that is that one of those things that you're into as well? Is that so I, I I played for for a while, um, like when World World of Warcraft just rebooted Classic, uh, like a year ago, and I, I played that for a little bit. Um, but I can never play the games too much that, like, you have to you know, like to really like keep up with like the game mentality. You have to spend you know like ten twelve hours a week like constantly doing things, or you like, oh, yeah. you don't you don't keep up with like current you know gear or whatever like. I don't really have time, so I kind of stop playing. But I do love games like that, like good good MMORPGs like that, Knights of the Old Republic. Um, like there's there's a couple of guns that are that are pretty good. But I mean, that's again like conversations like we're having right now is one of the reasons that this podcast even existed to begin with. Is just because you know I, I I had enough conversations with friends that talked about how they wish they had more friends that were into this or they right. wish growing up that their parents knew because i mean same thing with like Devin. like i still get the same thing from my parents like don't worry you'll grow out of that and it's like I'm <laughs> almost 31 and it's literally just getting more and more so i don't think like there's people who are just watching cartoons right now <laughs> like it's just like, how we are like i think you just have to accept it at this point and um but it helps because, you know, my, my, uh, my son is three years old and, you know, being able to tell him like who superheroes are is, you know, it, it helps him get more into it. And, you know, like versus like, I, I could have not, not been nerdy because my parents had no idea what I was talking about when I would ask questions about like an anime or, uh, or a comic book or, you know, or a video game or whatever. Like they didn't play them. They didn't understand it. They didn't get it. They didn't want to do it. Like I could have gotten turned off by that. I just I stuck through it because I was that's who I was at, at you know at the core. But you know I know friends that have like turned away from things they were passionate about because their their parents either just didn't get it or they just didn't have any friends that were into it. And they were like, all right, well, whatever. I'm sick. I don't like doing this alone, so I'm just going to stop right. doing it. Well, yeah, but with the digital age, I mean, it's so easy to find that niche group that you can get together with. Uh, I mean, even through Zoom and stuff like this, you can get together and. And and get your nerd on, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we much, we play uh, when we when we actually play um, Dungeons and Dragons together. We use a mixture of Discord and a uh, website called Roll Twenty, and actually it records our whole campaign for us. And um, I mean, that's cool. It, it's crazy the, the things they're coming out with because they know that COVID's hitting us all. Um, I mean, and that's the big joke, right? Like, like you said at the beginning, you're, you got your flu shot. Now you never know what you got now. 
Yeah. And, <laughs> and I fully understand it because it's like, you know, okay, I got a flu shot. Does that mean that I have to be stuck home again for another four weeks? Right. Or, so, um, I mean, the whole, my biggest thing is growing up was how many people do I know that like the same stuff that I do? Because like I'd have friends that like to play Call of Duty together. But then my other friends over here like comic books and those two would not mix together for some reason. So it's cool getting the opportunity to provide people with new experiences in their life. Yeah, so we, we, we haven't gotten to the name of you guys' podcast yet. So well, we like that, to that is very handy to have. We, we don't like to tell anyone anything about where to find us because, okay, well, you know, we, yeah. we want to, you know, it's very, it's very <laughs> secretive and not it's everyone's good to have a little. Yeah, it's so, good to you know, have a little mystery about yeah, it. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> the, more, the more viewers and listeners you have, I mean, that's people that might reach out to yeah, you about I, things and there's questions. Yeah, yeah, I don't really want people talking to me right. if, if it's all possible. Like we we don't want you watching us. Please do not listen to us at all. We just you know don't follow us on Twitch. Don't follow us on Twitter. Perfect. Um, Just just to make sure you guys are aware, I'm not going to publish this episode. Good, good, good. I would would, I'd be a little bit annoyed if you were. This is this is literally for no reason. I didn't. This is for no reason. Came on here for that. No, no, no. no, no. Don, I I personally thought this was just a hangout session. I thought we were supposed to have fun. Yeah. I don't know why we're recording this even. I don't understand yeah, the purpose of this. for posterity. You know, oh, that way right, we right, can right. look back and, you know. Oh, okay. Remember the, that remember way we the, can look back and analyze days. any words we misspoke and just have that mm, soul-crushing smart, moment of, smart. I should have said something better there. Smart, smart. Oh, um, no. uh, the, the podcast is called The Phantom Effect. Um, and I, the name pretty much describes what we we try to do you know we we uh, sometimes we tend to focus on like the more nerd geek elements of things but we don't limit ourselves to just that you know we like to delve into fandoms that you know maybe we know nothing about like i I interviewed a paranormal investigator a couple uh, a couple months ago and i'm not huge into that kind of thing you know like ghosts and i'm like yeah like i believe in aliens but like ghosts well, you gotta, you gotta draw a line somewhere this, there's a line somewhere there's other things in the universe Devin get off my back well see this is the thing like me and Mark this is, these, there's little things that me and Mark disagree on and it's like how are you n- into aliens but not into ghosts where I'm into ghosts but like aliens yeah there's probably out there because but... I'm right and you're wrong and we'll and we'll leave it at that oh okay what if yeah. what if what if the ghosts really are just aliens well, again that's that, oh. Yeah, there it is. Mark, I thought we bu- I thought we booked something with Don Smith, not uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should we should probably leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, def- he's definitely smoking something. We got <laughs> when Don starts talking about uh, how good mushrooms are for you and yeah, like <laughs> well, it's, like that well, this has been fun. It's time to go ahead and mosey on out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, no shrooms on this show, you know. No, no, no. I, that's before. That, you're right, right. Before, before and after, because yeah, you, oh yeah, you, definitely. You got to round them out. You got to round. Well, them out. B- before, during, and then after, because you know, oh, yeah, yeah. I can go out a camera frame real quick, and yeah. then you know, you know, whatever happens is, you know, nobody knows. Well, yeah, it's it's a f- well balanced, well balanced throughout the show. Anyway. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah. So <laughs> the whole like, so like, I, I, you know, we try to go outside of, uh, you know, just that, you know, I guess niche. You know, we try to explore different fandoms and. You know, really, it's just finding people that have a, not only a story to tell, but someone that can maybe inspire somebody else to, you know, try something new or perhaps, you know, be willing to take that, you know, leap of faith into, you know, a new area or something that they, you know, before maybe they wouldn't have, 
wanted to get into, but you know, they hear from somebody else, like how to get started. And they, they get that courage to kind of like go ahead and, and start something. So, so what is a fandom that you don't know much about that you've talked about? Well, I mean, paranormal, but you know, that's, um, you don't believe in them. So yeah, I'd say, yeah that, that one's kind of <laughs> obvious. Um, I'm trying to think of people that I've interviewed so far. Um, I mean, you the, the newest one that uh, we had released about silent true. DJing parties. That's true. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that team. So I, I interviewed the owner of a of a DJ company uh, called DJ Sessions. Um, so you can go back and listen to that episode. And so I interviewed the owner of the company, and he pretty much started this company based in Seattle, where they travel around the country and the world, and they perform like silent discos with like famous DJs from around the world, where like they go to like a park and they all wear like, there's like four DJs and they all wear like these, he has like this technology he invented where it's like, it's got like channels on it and you walk around and like you can flip to different DJs that are performing these shows. And like that way they, they can never get a noise violation because there's no actual noise being projected anywhere. Everything's done smart. through these headsets. And so I know nothing about that scene, like DJs, raves, like all that. Like I hate that kind of stuff. Like I hate going to places like that. Never been into it. And so to, to talk about it with someone who's like, that's the company they started. Like, yeah, that one was definitely like out of the realm of stuff I would normally do. Yeah. That's, that's, that's different, but that's kind of ingenious to have the silent DJing and all that, that way. Yeah. You can do that just about anywhere. Until you see your, until you see your neighbor just dancing in the backyard with the headphones on and you're like, what is he doing? It's like, Oh, that's the, He's That's dancing, silent DJ, well, yeah. until the day yeah. until the day it happens where there's no headphones, and you're like, "Well, now this is more concerning than yeah. than it was uh, right. before." With with my neighbors, it would be great to see that personality, you know, because <laughs> I've lived I've lived amongst neighbors that don't seem to have personalities for for quite you know, some time. And Don, I, you know, between that and the D and D star, I'm starting to think it's just you. It very well could be. Yeah, I, I mean, after all, I did have to pick my own lock to get into the house today. I might not yeah, even live I'm, here. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, sure. you know, like, maybe the <laughs> house is trying to send you a message. Like, You're just taking my word for it that this is my house. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It's something a little Don fishy, Smith you know? coming to you live <laughs> from my <laughs> neighbor's house down the street. Right. How's it going, everybody? He I, currently does I, not I know. I broke into his house. And, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I got to be quiet. He is home. Let's hope he doesn't find me. <laughs> Yep, I might not even be Don Smith for all for all either of you. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. You just but, I don't have video going. You just see a picture up there. Yeah, it could be anybody. This I yeah, mean, this whole thing could be fake. Mark, I mean, Mark, if we had Don join us on a D and D campaign, he'd be a perfect rogue. He's already plus yeah. one in lock picking. Yeah, it's true. He gets advantage in, in lock picking <laughs> and deception because we don't really know who he is. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm a man of mystery as well. <laughs> but no, I, I am I am the uh, the personality in my neighborhood, I think. I'm the one that would be uh, practicing my golf swing at three in the morning. And I've done that before. I, my neighbors don't like me. So you're right. It's probably just me. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just moved into a new house back in, uh, let's see, August. I had to try to remember that. Um, and... I've became friends with my neighbors enough to the point where like they can tolerate the stuff I do. But like <laughs> I was tearing apart a bathroom and had junk all over my backyard. And my neighbor looked over and goes, how's that bathroom coming along? I'm like, it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been done with that for months. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I, like, I never even started. What, what are you talking about? I, I delayed it till later. 
What's the noise? What, what noise? I think like you need to mind your own business. That's when you walk inside with just a trash bag. Oh, the worst part is I live behind our city hall. So I have to like, I had to yeah. kind of keep it secretive and pack all my garbage into a, a garage until I was able to get a dumpster dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just have a work truck. I, I load everything in the back of that and take it to a dumpster at one of the facilities I work at. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Saves a bundle. Saves a bundle. Look at that. You can break into people's oh. homes and then get rid of all the evidence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. going on with Don lately, yeah, man? <laughs> Then I can win a box, so there's not, not, not like yeah. there's any sign of forced entry. They'll never yeah, like even people know. Just keep disappearing just and then, yeah. <laughs> people just keep disappearing in Don's neighborhood, but work's going really well for him. Yeah, things just keep coming up missing. That's weird. <laughs> we'll give you – well, I'll hear – Don, I'll hit you with a new Netflix special for you, okay? You could just – we can uh, go to Netflix, and we'll pitch him an idea of a radio host that on the side he – Breaks into people's homes. People. And so instead, what's that stairs. new show? So instead of like how to catch a murderer, it's how to stop Don Smith. <laughs> there's there's like, no stopping him. He's, he's out of control. Like we said, we start fandoms. We're going to create the Don Smith fandom effect. That's how it's going to be. Oh, that would be amazing. We will have that good. <laughs> All the power. Yeah, that is, I am, I need my own reality show. That's what, that's what I want right now. That's, I mean, not like right now. We can work on it for a little while, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about fees and and licensing and stuff. Okay, yeah. okay, just, perfect. Just, right. just remember how you got your start with Netflix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't forget yeah. your roots. Yeah, you always you always got to remember where you come from. That's 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 how I roll. I I mean, I I drink a lot, so sometimes I don't remember where I've been, but I remember where I come from, and that's the important. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you end up back where you started, right? That's the right, right. That's, with, yeah. with my pants on, I'm something, something worked well, out. I'm happy. That's, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's gets give or take. Right. Right. Well, let's let me ask you this, Don. Is as a fandom, uh, as you know, we like different fandoms on the fandom effect, um, and we deal with the three pillars of fandom. Uh, but let me ask you, what is what are some of your fandoms that you have? What What are the three pillars of fandom first? See, I need, I need to qualify to see what kind of fan. So, okay, so the the three pillars is is something I I, I created. Uh, hashtag trademark. Hashtag LLC. Hashtag no, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, uh, because when I, you know, like obviously there's there's way more than those two, but the three core that we you know that I like to to talk about sometimes is like video games, comics, and anime because almost anything can be connected to one of those three things. You know, like the Marvel movies obviously can be connected to to comics and the TV shows can be connected to comics and conventions can be connected to all three and like pixel, you know, like pixel artists that I've interviewed and like comic book artists that I've interviewed, like all their stuff can be connected to like growing up watching a cartoon show or, you know, growing up listening to like Stan Lee do interviews or, you know, like, like things like that. So while there's way more than just those three, those are the core three that we've kind of created here at the Phantom Effect um, because it just encompasses so much um, of what it means to like be a part of a fandom. Okay. Well, now I, years ago, I, I was into uh, World of Warcraft for a while. I came in like right at the release of Burning Crusade. So like the first, nice. uh, the first expansion and I was a very regular player up until probably about four or five years ago. Last week. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Well, I still have an active account, and I will get on there from time <laughs> to time. But like Mark had said, 
if you don't have the time to put, you know, 12 to 700 hours a week into yeah. it, you're going to be so far behind. So I get on there and it's like, okay, I don't even remember what the hell I was doing the last time I was on here. I couldn't keep up with the raids. Like when I, yeah. so I had tried playing the original like world of Warcraft, like before they rebooted classic. And I was like, Oh, this is really cool. But it was like, by that point, the game had been so established that starting off as a new player was like impossible. Yeah. Because like everyone was like, oh, I'm on my 10th max level character. And you're like, I have one level 30. And like, <laughs> it wasn't like a really like classic has a much better community than regular World of Warcraft, in my opinion, like people who play classic are tend to be like more helpful and like encouraging to new players, which is great. And I was good for like the first like when there was like just two or three raids. And then I was in like one of the top 30 clans on it, like on the, one of the most popular service. I was in like a huge clan that knew what they were doing. And it, it became a certain point, like you just said, where it was like, they're like, all right, uh, the fourth raid's being introduced. So, you know, Mark, we need you on uh, Saturday night, uh, Friday night, Thursday night, and every other Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was like, oh, okay, no, no, I'm I'm just done. Like, yeah. this is not worth it. Like, this isn't really fun anymore. It's just stressful. Well, yeah. it, it, it becomes like a second job. Yeah, because I, I, I was like, I was, a, I played a mage. So like in raids, I was huge utility. Like you got to polymorph and you got to do this, you got to do that. So it was like as a mage, you constantly got to be on because you're one of the highest damage out Right. Games. And it just became, like you said, it was like, it became a second job. And I was like, like for $15 a month, like I might as well play like the Star Wars MMO where at least I can just like run around with a lightsaber. Yeah, there you go. See, I, I always, I always tanked. I was always the tank mm-hmm. when I went into raids, just because I, me. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand back and cast spells. I had to go in there and just charge in, and so, I, w- I was the Leroy Jenkins of the group. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I either play a caster or I play like you know, like a fighter. Like I, I oh man, um, but yeah, so that's usually how it is for me. Yeah, but that, that's that's one of that's one of the few fandom things I was into, and I just I don't have a lot of time for it anymore because I always have this stuff. I have movies. I have the comedy club. I have so much going on that I don't get a chance to sit down and say I'm I'm going to play some Warcraft. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> Maybe someday I'll retire and it'll still be a thing. <laughs> but that, see, like that's the funniest thing is that like uh, a lot of people that to, that I'm that I'm friends with and stuff. They know me for being that guy that has seen a lot of movies or watched a lot of TV. And even Mark will say, like, I'll, I'll look over and hey, did you see this yet? And he'll be like, no, I, I didn't even start that yet. How'd you already finish it? And it's funny because at work, I'll, I can simultaneously do my job and watch something, especially being at home with COVID. Right. And not having COVID. I want to clear that up right, for the right, crowd right. listeners out there. Dur- uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, for instance, today I sent out on our Facebook that I finished the boys season two. They had their last episode today. Okay, no, comment. No, no comment. No comment. I can't talk about it too deeply because Mark hasn't watched a single episode. No, no comment. And, and mind you, Don, this is the guy that helped me start my comic collection. And no uh, no <laughs> so uh, no it's that's another reason that we kind of get along so well and we work so well as a team with the phantom effect is because if Mark doesn't know something, I might know it or vice versa. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's good to have that mix that backup. Yeah. So with your 
your instance with your movies um, being in Detroit, you know, I've seen a f- my fair share of movies being recorded, um, filmed here. It's been pretty cool to see like Transformers and The Dark Knight. That was pretty cool to see downtown. Um, but, you know. I, I am not in any of the big budget movies. Hey. And I you love know. it. I love it. I love the cheesy. There's going to be there. I'm, I'm told there's going to be a lot of blood tomorrow. And I am so looking forward to that. That's the best part. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to, you got to have, you got to come away from set covered in blood. That's. I mean, if you, we've, doubt, we, <laughs> if you doubt, did you have, did you even have a good day filming or. Exactly. We, we had an actor once. They're it's fine. been a couple years ago when we were working on a, a film called uh, six feet below hell which I believe is still available on Amazon. Yeah, it was super fun to make, but we had an actor that uh, while he was on the way home, somebody took down his license plate number and called the police because he was in makeup still and just looked like somebody beat him to death with a sledgehammer. And by the time he got home, the cops are sitting in his driveway questioning his wife as he's pulling up in the driveway with all this makeup still. See, that, that's the moment where you got to go, I want to still be married to her or not. <laughs> now, I'll add on to that story for you. I had the same exact experience happen to me. Uh, have you, well, being in movies, you probably have, but with liquid latex, uh, a couple of Halloweens back, me and my friends couldn't figure out what to do for a Halloween party. So I said, let's throw on some, all right, let's go get some liquid latex and screw around with it. Ended up my first time painting up uh, my friends and me as zombies. And I had my one buddy whose mom was from a foreign country. He was just, I had his like slits and cuts and bruises and mashed up and stuff. And he comes home and his mom goes, oh, Amir, are you, did you get in an accident? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had to explain to my mom that I did not get in a car accident for at least a half hour. I'm like, yeah, so I did a good but, job? Or? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a compliment right there. <laughs> All right, well, I think we're going to have to take a short break right here. I'm going to have to uh, go get some water or possibly some alcohol. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we have news oh. stories coming up, so it's probably going to be alcohol, just so you're, just so you're warned. There you go. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, don't go anywhere. This is the Life Radio Show. We will be right back with Mark Hallberg and Devin McVitie. Don't go anywhere. So today, we're going to talk about um, how a lot lot of things are stupid right now because there's there's a whole bunch of stupid people who are making decisions that are stupid and then there was a whole bunch of other uh, stupid people who think that they're really smart by saying that the stupid people and the stupid things they're doing are smart because uh, they agree with the stupid things they're doing. And so the people are pretending they're smart, but they're actually really stupid. But they can't admit that they're stupid, uh, even though the things that are going on are stupid. And so, so you got a whole lot of stupid uh, being perpetrated by a whole lot of uh, stupid people and then supported by more stupid people and then the rest of us are just kind of just kind of standing around going uh, hey, hey, uh, this ain't good and so so it's pretty much you know 
That's just, that's pretty much it. That's what's going on. I don't tell you. Just, just a whole lot of stupid going on. You can be mean to me, mean as you want to be. Just say anything that you like. You can be nasty and catty and cruel and unusual. Twist my nose with your fingers. Trip me while I carry liquids. <laughs> but as you pin me down, my arms down on the ground, and your spit drips into my face. Deep in the back of your mind, remember at some point you'll have to fall asleep. And when you fall asleep into your room, I'll creep. Did something move in the dark beneath your bed? And then a voice you hear, it's calling loud and clear. A voice that is your own, a voice that's saying... This catalog I found sells roaches by the pound A package of indelible dye Why would a guy such as I ever buy indelible dye? Blue as the sky, don't ask me why There's things that one can do with Bengay Nair and super glue Don't the thought just give you a thrill? I think the meek shall inherit because they'll stay up late and change the will. And when you fall asleep into your room, I'll creep. Did something move in the dark beneath your bed? And then a voice you hear, it's calling loud and clear. A voice that is your own, a voice that's saying... That's all I've got so far. Thank you. You served your country with honor and now are trying to pry health care from the Veterans Administration. Did you know that Congress recently made changes to allow vets to get care outside of the VA services? The Nurses Guild of Florida is owned and operated by a Vietnam-era vet who knows how difficult it is to return to civilian life. Why not get your home health services from a five-star Medicare home health agency, the experts at home care, the Nurses Guild? Rather than wait in lines for care, the Nurses Guild will provide care to you in the comfort of your own home. PTSD, IV therapy, wound care, or post-amputation therapy, no matter your diagnosis, we can help. A nurse will be assigned to you, visit you at home to assess your needs, and work directly with you to develop a personalized plan of care. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty, so no matter your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. The nurses, therapists, and home health team of the Nurses Guild is ready to serve you. All of our essential health care workers are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently 
and stay home as much as possible. Hey, this is Don Smith. I want to take a minute to tell you about The Devil's Apple, a new book by my friend William Morris. It's the true and brutally honest story about Bill's own battle with addiction. It was written for those struggling to overcome addiction as well as those watching a loved one struggle. In Bill's own words, you work just as hard to be an addict as you do to be clean and sober. You can find The Devil's Apple on Amazon.com and for a limited time you can get it for free on the Kindle app. is going on minions mike here for misery point radio and you're listening to the coast to coast power hour on the sg network now i know what you're thinking mike what the f is a coast to coast power hour well my uneducated and uninformed friend the coast to coast power hour is a borg-like collective of epic podcasters from epic podcasts that have all come together to discuss the important things in life pop culture current events random awesomeness stuff like that trust me you need this in your life for more information on this show and all the shows on the coast to coast power hour as well as on the sj network reach out to publicist steve joiner at www.s-j-network.com or steve sj network at gmail.com no need to thank me i'm just out here you know changing lives Lane, I've been going to this high school for seven and a half years. I'm no dummy. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. We're still rolling right along uh, with uh, Mark and Devin. What's happening, guys? You st- you're still sticking with me? Uh, for now. I mean, for now, uh, for now, for yeah. about, you got about 10 more seconds. Okay. Okay. That's, I better work quickly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Are we ready to talk about some fantastic news stories? Uh, I'm, right. I'm ready. Or at least... Or at least whatever random crap I pull up here. <laughs> I mean, Florida man is always a great one to look that at, is no true. matter what. He's been he's been a little disappointing lately. I have not seen as many Florida man stories as I should lately. Uh, it's COVID. But I do oh, have God. one. Let me That's let true. me find this one. I actually found this one is not. Uh, <laughs> this one is is actually I found this somewhere else a while back, and I forgot that I was going to report on this one because I believe this one is right here in my home state of Ohio. So as soon as I get that one pulled up, and for some reason my computer just wants to work slow today, so uh, Word is having a hell of a time pulling up here. So let's. Uh, okay. It always does. Okay, yeah, this 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 just gonna make me mad now. It's gonna make a liar out of me. So okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> we already we already thought that you're fine. Okay, perfect, perfect. A uh, man pooped in an empty box, closed it, and then left it on a shelf at a Van Buren Township Meyer, police said Tuesday. Uh, The Meyer security footage uh, recorded the suspect pooping in the aisle and then placing the box containing feces back on the shelf. The incident took place at a Meyer store located at 9701 Belleville Road on Thursday around 4 p.m. The suspect also stole some items from the store. Probably toilet paper. Uh, employees at the Meyer brought the footage over to Van Buren Township Police. Uh, police uploaded the footage onto their Facebook page. However, Meyer, official, Meyer officials requested the department take any images and videos of the incident down, citing their corporate policy as a reason. The suspect left the parking lot in a light-colored Ford Escape. Police said they have no leads 
on any suspects at this point. So apparently, admire you just poop in a box, leave it on the shelf. Well, actually, it was it was a set of size nines. Um, he wanted to make sure they fit properly. And uh... <laughs> so, so here's the thing, though. I mean, do we do we give him the credit for the courtesy to at least put it in the box? Because a lot of times you hear those stories, and it's just like on the floor. So I don't. I think he earns a little bit of credibility for doing it in the box. Right. And I have to, I mean, was he polite enough? Does he carry a box with him all the time? Like if you're out walking your dog and you carry a bag so you can pick up the dogs. Dude, yeah, that's, you know. yeah. That's a little bit of a common courtesy for him. Like, right. yeah. You know, like maybe yeah, it was a metaphor for the, or not a metaphor, but like a, what, a metaphor simile to the service that he received at the Meyer previously. Well, that's, I mean, that's all Meyer. That, yeah, that's crappy service, no matter what. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't shop at Meyer. Uh, they, <laughs> they never have a box my size is really the problem. So, it's, uh, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, I have to wonder, does he carry his own box? That's, uh, I don't I mean, know why. That's I think he just pulled it off the shelf and was kind of like, this will work. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things. See, the, the better question is, is like, how often does he not make it to the store and he just poops in his car? Right. Because if, if you actually drove away in the car, like he's not like just like a homeless guy. So like how many times is he just pooping in his car or like, it, it, did he switch it up this time? Does he normally poop in his car in the box and then brings it inside the store, like to try to return it. And today he <laughs> decided to switch it up. Yeah, like I, a bought cereal the, pooper. I bought this yeah. crap here yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to return this crap. Yeah. yeah, I don't want. I don't want this anymore. It doesn't work right. It smells yeah, weird. This this crap does not fit. It just you need to you need to get better quality crap in your store, Meyer. I think that's. I think that it could very well be a statement. But that's so. that's Ohio for you. It's the Van Buren, Ohio. That's that's wonderful. Ah, uh, see, I'm a Michigan fan up here. You know, being uh, being God. born in the mitten, I'm an I'm a Michigan I, fan. I, so I may, I may that be, makes a hundred percent. I may be in Wisconsin, but I will never like any Wisconsin team. I just, <laughs> you know, it makes a lot of sense that that would happen down yeah, there. Yeah, the Buckeyes fans. Yeah, I'm sure he was definitely a Buckeyes fan. Oh, yeah. 100%. For, for sure. <laughs> All right. It's official. Every time residents of Danbury, Connecticut flush, they will be sending their special deliveries to the John Oliver Memorial Sewer Plant, as opposed to the Meyer. Uh, the city council voted, voted 18 to 1 Thursday night to rename the sewage plant after the comedian who began a tongue-in-cheek battle with Danbury when he went on an expletive-filled rant against the city's HBO on HBO's Last Week Tonight with John Oliver in August. Uh, Mayor Mark Boughton uh, didn't waste any time responding on social media. He posted a video of himself at the sewage plant saying the city was going to name it after Oliver. So... <laughs> There you go. John Oliver now has a sewage plant named after him, which I think that's wonderful. I'm a I mean, huge, I'm a huge John Oliver fan. So I I'm mean, all, it's I'm his all community. I mean, he was great in the show Community, and, and uh, yeah, and on the Daily yeah. Show, and so I mean, hey, there's no such thing as bad press. That is true. That is true. Well, he actually uh, or push in this case because of uh, yeah. everything's getting pushed. No him. bad flesh. Yeah, uh, apparently the mayor the mayor said this because uh, according to the mayor, uh, John Oliver is full of crap, so that's why he was going to do that. And then the mayor backed off and said he was joking. So uh, John Oliver 
Oliver then decided he was going to donate $55,000 to local <laughs> charities if they actually followed through and named the plant after it. <laughs> Putting your so, money where your mouth is. So yeah, the, the, the mayor backed off and he said, oh no, you don't. Here, <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. So I have to wonder, it was an 18 to 1 vote to rename it. I wonder who that one was that voted against it. I, I would imagine him. But then also my second question is, why do you have 19 members of your city council? Yeah, there's way too many. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of people in the Parks and Rec, Mark. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not Dan Barry, can Dan Barry, Connecticut? Is that? Yeah, is that like the new hub of of, of the mid? You know, of the yeah, mid East or whatever. Well. Like, is that the new happen in town where they need 19 city council members to make a decision? <laughs> that's yeah. that's a very good possibility. You know, it's, it's up in New England. They need they need a lot of help up there. I guess. Hopefully, I there's no the brownout brown up there. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. Oh, let's let's see what else we have here. The uh, no, see that's the problem with pulling these up as I go. Is sometimes it just takes a while to find find out what I'm looking for here. Uh, here's oh. something. Here's something dumb. If it ever pulls up on here, uh, a Thai island hotel will go into mediation with an American guest who faces up to five years in jail after it filed a criminal complaint against him over negative online reviews. Uh, the case involving the Seaview Ko Chang Hotel and American teacher Wesley Barnes has drawn new scrutiny to Thailand's criminal defamation and computer crimes laws, which rights activists say are far too harsh. Uh, the Seaview Ko Chang said in an email that mediation has been set for October 8th. So yesterday, this actually happened with Barnes, uh, who works in Thailand. It seems the hotel is ready to settle, Barnes said in a message to Reuters. I will meet with them next, and hopefully in this case once and for all, it will be wonderful to have this behind us. Apparently, he wrote some negative reviews and is facing up to five years in jail for it. That is a tad harsh. I mean, you know, it depends on how bad the review is. Yeah, Have you ever well, checked I mean, out some of those Amazon reviews? He, I mean, well, yeah, yeah they, can be pretty, they can be pretty rough, but it's, I mean, it's, it can't be as rough a review as pooping in a box and leaving it on their shelf. It's a, it's a verbal version of it. Right. It's, it's the online yeah. poop in True. a box. That's right. I, I, I'm going to write down the online poop in a box because online that might also be an episode title. <laughs> I mean, Don, let's, I mean, think about it. We, you know, we look at these reviews and that's the first thing we see, like when we go through and try to find those special items for our significant others, or I'm going to take my fiance on a trip to Thailand. And that first thing I'm going to read is this teacher's review on this hotel and say, holy cow, no wonder this guy got five years. Yeah. Do we, do we not want to stay at the Seaview Kochang Hotel now? Thanks to Wesley Barnes. I kind of do. I, I, I want to go see what the fuss is. Yeah, I'm I kind of want to see the story. Well, you can, and I'll sleep across town. Yeah. <laughs> at the local, next to the local Meyer. Next to the local Meyer in Thailand. Right. If they have Meyers in Thailand, I'm sure you can poop in their boxes too. That's probably it's yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's actually the new remix to the Lonely Island song. It's a uh, poop in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. What is no, no that that one's that one's not. Yeah. Part of the problem is you're also looking at most uh, news stories through uh, you know political times. So naturally, yeah, you're going to find a bunch of stuff that's just bullcrap. Just yeah. 
Which that is, is true. Point. If if humans sound like many mouse after inhaling helium, would an alligator squeak on the gas used to float balloons? Uh, this profound puzzle challenged the global research team to record an alligator bellowing with normal air and then breathing heliox, a helium oxygen mixture. The breakthrough uh, garnered an Ig Nobel Prize for acoustics on thir uh, last Thursday. The Ig Nobel Prizes are an honor an annual honor for accomplishers in science and humanities that are intended to make you laugh, then think. Our question was whether alligators have vocal tract resonances like human speech, uh, said biologist Tecumseh Fitch. <laughs> Wait, Mark, wasn't that the guy that got the gold record last week we read about? Tecumseh Fitch? No, that the alligator. Yeah, I think oh, it was the alligator. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, the alligator yeah. Did awesome. Yeah, he actually earned a gold record in, you know, most yeah. popular album. Yeah. Well, yeah, he can hit those high notes now. I, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, Mariah Carey is using him as a vocal coach now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can only be I can only be an improvement. <laughs> yes, uh, the the hard part was getting the alligator to breathe in the helium. That would be that can't be that hard. Put him in a put him in a enclosure and pump it full. That's uh, that was solved by getting a female Chinese alligator into an airtight chamber, <laughs> like I said, not that hard, and pumping in the helium, uh, which uh, makes sound travel faster, apparently, the uh, both the airtight chamber and the helium. And, and the alligator. alligator probably, China. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a good, that's a good use of money right there. Everything's it, tested it, in China. That is a good use of money. It absolutely is. And apparently it, the, the article goes on to say that alligators bellow a lot during mating season. Don't we all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, that's that's the part. I, I, think. I usually inhale helium beforehand, but that's. Oh, well, yeah, it makes it a little more fun. Little, yeah, that's just a more adventurous. Yeah. yeah, that's just personal. But. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we all have our personal preference. Yeah. What we do there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they wear masks. It seems a gang of wily raccoons has taken up residence on the White House lawn because <laughs> uh, of all the trash. Uh, anyway, and at least one sneaked up on a TV reporter early Wednesday. CNN's Joe Johns was on camera shooting a live spot for New Day when a rack New Day, is that like a feminine hygiene product project? That's what that sounds like to me. Anyway, apparently he's filming a live spot for a new day when a raccoon attempted to creep into the frame. In response, Johns threw an object at the critter and hollered, "Get!" Yeah. <laughs> I did see that clip. It's it's pretty funny. You just hear for like someone. I think the cameraman or somebody like tells him, and he turns around. And he's like, hey, ew, "Get out of here!" And then he like just kind of chucks something at it and then tries to scream it off. Yeah. Now, when you say mask, are we talking like the actual like mouth diaper, or are we talking like? I think they're just saying because it's. Mask? Yeah, I think because they're raccoons, it's just the the, the uh, collaring. They're not. It's a little fun pun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, CNN. Yeah. The real question I, I have is uh, also, did that raccoon get within six feet of the guy? Oh, I would say probably not. Okay. But it okay. could have been, could have been. But you know, they're they're not wearing masks. I mean, if it grunts enough and it you know makes enough noise, it that's going to travel further than six feet. Yeah, and plus so, it can yeah. move pretty quick. I mean, raccoons yeah, can, yeah. they can scurry pretty close within six feet, cough on you, and then, like, scurry away. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, that you can't trust them because you never know when one of them's going to sneak up on you, breathe the COVID, and then run. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they're running in a pack, like you're saying, that there's a large or a small group of them there. I mean, yeah. 
They're well, this, this says a gang of wily raccoons. I mean, how, oh, do, they even know, worse. how do they know yeah, how wily worse. they really are? Yeah, but now they're in a gang. Like that's right. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to be right. concerned about there. Like it is. Like, it is. Like which, which kind of gang? Are we talking like Bloods and Cribs? Or are we talking like West Side Story? Where no, right? it's it's North and South. So you got the North, north the North, North facing lawn versus the South facing lawn. Oh yeah, or like, that's, yeah. Or like well, Latin. that's 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 a good. That's a very rough uh, territorial dispute right there. One hundred percent. If if you if you're if you're a North or a South lawn raccoon, you've got to be wily. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all the with all the fast food pictures we've seen coming from the White House, I mean, I can only imagine how much food there is just sitting. They're eating like kings. Yeah. Like they are. They are eating pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those are those are some fat raccoons. (laughs) Yeah. That's. (laughs) Oh, so let's see. This is, these are like Upper Bel Air style gangs. Don't right, don't right. don't let it fool you. It's not like yeah. East Compton. This is like these are like the on rich. This kids. is like yeah. This is like fancy like you know Romeo and Juliet gangs where they're like you know they're walking around with like actual gold chains. You know, like not fake, but like actual gold chains, right, and right. you know, walking around with like Chick Fil A bags and you know <laughs> I mean, Sonic and the like they're going they're going top. Stated. Yeah, yeah, sipping a latte, a latte. Yeah, that gets. And then you got your pumpkin spice raccoons. You know, oh, they, those, they are, kinda those just, ones are those, the worst. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I heard a quote from the news reporter actually using the term. The raccoon had said that he bite thy thumb at thee. Okay, that hasn't that's, been ushered since Shakespeare back in the that's day. Aggressive. Okay, so yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah, that these is. Are, these are aggressive raccoons. So we have to be concerned about the school system. Oh yeah, uh, it, over in over in DC, aggressive and wily. Yeah, it's a yeah. concern. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, especially the wily part. Yeah, that's that's. Got, I, I yeah. don't really want to visit the nation's capital anymore until these right wily raccoons until they're care. wrangled until they wrangle the wily aggressive ca- uh, uh, raccoons. About call them cacoons. That's that's probably one of the gang names. I could just imagine that how that story would break out. It'd be you know. I'm Tom Jones here on the White House lawn. I have uh, some, one of the local gang members here. Uh, Wiley, could you tell me what's going on? <laughs> okay, yep. thank you. And he just walks off. See, that's 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 why the First Lady did so much work in the Rose Garden. Is she, she was taking away all of the Wiley Raccoon's hiding spots. There you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you get... You, you got to you got to watch them. You got you got to eliminate the spots for them to hide before you can start getting rid of the problem. Otherwise, they're just gonna they're gonna crawl under another rose bush, and you're never gonna you're never gonna eradicate them. They're, no, too, yeah. they're too wily. Yeah, it's true. You got to be careful. <laughs> no, no one is safe these days. <laughs> uh, firefighters in Florida said no one was inside a Fort Lauderdale home when a crane moving a shed into a neighbor's yard collapsed and fell through the roof. Uh, Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue said the crane was moving a shed into a neighbor's backyard when it toppled over for unknown reasons just before noon on Friday. Uh, unknown reasons. Battalion Chief uh, Stephen Golan said the family who lives in the home uh, was away on vacation at the time of the incident, and firefighters rescued dogs and cats from inside the house. Uh, in most of the living area, the kitchen, living room, and dining room, the roof just completely collapsed into the living space. You know, we're so very fortunate that nobody was inside the residence when it took place, uh, Golan told WPLGTV. The crane operator was treated for a minor scrape to his arm. Authorities said the cause of the crane collapse is under investigation. So, yes, we have no 
reason. We have unknown reasons for a crane to collapse. Phil, so I, I told you yeah. that shed goes on the other lawn. So <laughs> I, I have two thoughts. One, unknown reasons means I feel like he did it on purpose. Like yes. he knows that yeah. person and he was like, you know what? This is what you get for taking this, you know, my bowling spot lane, Doug, and then just like drops the crane. Right, because uh, I'm looking at the picture right here, and the outriggers on that side are not extended. And this also, was not an accident. And also, how does the crane operate? So the guy who is is sitting inside a enclosed vehicle, right, that drops the crane. How is he treated for a scrape on his arm? Did he like drop the thing in the guy's house and went, "Oh my uh, god, I, I have to dig through the yeah, rubble to find yeah, someone." He tried then, to like, flee the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Tripped over a skateboard and scraped his arm. <laughs> yeah, and then and then by that point, another neighbor had shown up, and he was like, "Oh, I was just checking to make sure no one was inside." Right, and and man, my arm hurts. I got to get to the doctor, and that's yeah. And he disappeared. Nobody's seen him since. Yeah. That was done. That was done on purpose. For oh sure. yeah, oh yeah. Well, d- definitely looking at here, and the outriggers missing on that side. It was definitely, it was not an accidental crane slam. He was, he was trying to get back at somebody. Oh yeah. Now he totally, he totally had to have put a different hat on and went. Some guy just ran past <laughs> me. I don't yep. know what happened. Yep. Yeah. I don't know who they got to operate that crane, but that guy's a dummy. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, it wasn't me though. And then like the other guys, like Steve, like did yep. you know I work with you, right? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't really understand what you're trying to accomplish here. Yep. I'm. So glad the Johnsons are not home. I mean, whoever lives here, I'm glad. Yeah, they, they whatever home. person lives here, I'm glad they're not home. How do you know they're not home? I mean, I'm just, I'm glad that now <laughs> I know that no one's home. Did you right. hear a thing come from there? No. Only, so only, obviously they're not there. Only their right. entertainment room was destroyed. Well, how do you know what room is where? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just, that's my, if I designed this house, judging like, from where that crane is laying on yeah, the roof. Like if I, I if I was sleeping with Doug's wife and he had found out, that's the room <laughs> where things would have happened in. Right. We would, yeah. That's, you know, just hypothetically, that's, that's the room that I could have gotten <laughs> yeah. caught in, just hypothetically. Yeah, but I don't even know if his name's Doug or not. It, it might not even. Yeah, you know, if saying. it was, you know, I, I like I like the name Doug. You know, like <laughs> right. So I'm just using that as an example. Name, you know, especially if I'm sleeping with his wife, which I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm wouldn't, not. I don't. I'm know. not. I'm, I'm totally not. Right. I'm just saying if if I was, and that's totally the milkman. It's, it's not. That's what would have happened. Yeah. 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 I totally was not paid by his wife to do. It. I mean, if if I was paid to do this, I'm not saying I was. I'm just saying right, that right. it might have come from someone else. Right. That's yeah. That's so. You guys heard about that new Netflix show, right? It's it airs. There's two shows getting dropped this Friday. One is the Don Smith show, and the second one is all about the crane operator. Sorry, I dropped a crane on your house. Yeah. Sorry, I dropped a crane on your house. (laughs) That is a great. uh, I would. I would actually watch that. I would actually watch the heck out of that show. (laughs) (laughs) There's there have to be plenty of incidents of this, and one of the things I noticed about this story is a complete disregard for the condition of the shed. Ooh, yeah. The neighbor's shed is never mentioned again. Was it still being hoisted by the crane when it flipped? Because that would have destroyed that shed too. And suddenly nobody gives a damn about the shed anymore. And that's the America we live in today. I am upset by this. Well, you know what? The thing is too, though, is tiny homes are very big right now. <laughs> And so maybe they were just trying to stick a secondary home on top and make it a duplex. Right, right. Mm -hmm. They they were were putting a penthouse. They were installing a penthouse. That's great. 
Maybe it was like a his portable man cave was being delivered. If anything, it's Doug's fault for not having a supportive house. Or whoever his name is. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, yeah, or whatever. whatever his name is. If it ends up being Doug and like people are gonna like be like, How do you guys know so much about what happened to Doug? Right. It's, it's gonna be we're really go, tough we're to explain. Be questioned now. It's gonna be really well, tough to explain. Fortunately, I am not publishing this episode anyway, so we're good. That's true. There is no reason we're doing this. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give you guys a couple minutes. You have any uh, social media websites, anything like that? Uh, this is your time to promote whatever you have. Mm-hmm. So throw it on out there for the, for uh, the people that'll never hear this because we're not publishing it. Yeah. So for those of you that are not listening, and I hope you don't, um, but uh, Facebook and Twitter is pretty simple. It's just uh, at Phantom Effect. So you can you can search that and find us. Uh, you can also find both of us on Twitch. Uh, for me, twitch.tv slash Bushido Geek. Uh, for Devin, it's twitch.tv slash Kong. Uh, you can also find a lot of our podcasts if you just go to the Phantom Effect podcast.busprout.com. Uh, also, but if you want to listen to us, I mean, every major platform, we're on it. So, you know, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, uh, you can search for us on there. Uh, Amazon inter- is the only one and we're working yeah, on it right it's now. It's submitted and I'm waiting on Amazon. It's submitted. I, I've been trying to talk to Jeff Bezos through our uh, through my Alexa pod that I have at my house, but he he's just not he's not responding. Answer. It's a it's a little annoying. He's not he's not the most gracious podcast host in the world. But I mean, what are you going to do? You know, your ex wife um, becomes suddenly becomes the richest woman in the world from divorcing you, and all of a sudden you can't take a phone call. Yeah, it's a little it's a little rude, man. We were we were homies, and then you just cut me out of your life like that. It's a little rude. Uh, but new episodes every Friday, uh, bright and early. Um, and you know, there's, we got a lot of cool stuff on the works. Um, you know, if you do want to support the show, uh, we're, we're working on, a, getting a Patreon set up, but for right now you can go to, uh, buymeacoffee.com slash fandom podcast, and you can donate to help the show and help us do equipment and all that kind of fun stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks you guys. It was a lot of fun having you on the show. It was great talking Thank to you. Thank you, Don. You. Yeah. I uh, appreciate it. Serial killer, Don. I mean, Don. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd I'd be worried if I was releasing this one. But <laughs> no, it, it's great talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Have uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show. Uh, like I keep telling you guys, if you're going to keep listening to me, I'm just going to keep making these. All right, have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. We're sending Don pictures. Hold on, Don. Well, don't not that kind don't. of picture. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, Don. It's way, it's way too late. They're already downloading. I'm really sorry. <laughs>